So why do we need to be in the pause? Why do we need to be in the quiet? You know, because God (laughs) doesn't speak in the booming voice, right? God speaks in the silence and in the still. And it's up to us, it's up to me to create that space. Otherwise, I'm going to be so caught up with my own shit and I'm going to be so busy that I'm not going to be able to hear that. What up, what up, what up, people? I feel so good to be back behind the mic. Honestly, doing one of the things that I love the most and that is talking about life, talking about struggles and growth, um, and hearing people's story along the way. So I know it feels like I hit the snooze button, but you already know it's time to wake up with Wellbrook. So I know I've been MIA for the past couple of weeks. Honestly, the last month has been crazy. I've had so many blessings, though. I was able to travel, get out of the country. Um, and honestly, that was just such a way to, such an opportunity to reflect um, experience new things and and, and grow. So I'm super excited to share the principles and the things that I've learned um, over the course of the next, I don't know, couple podcasts um, here and there. Um, It's also given the opportunity to prep a lineup of awesome guests. So I'm super excited to to kind of roll these out in the next upcoming weeks so we can hear and learn from their stories. Um, I'm also super excited to, I think it'll be next week, week after probably, um, announce some some big changes coming in my personal and my professional life as well. So stay tuned, stay locked for that. Um, so for today, just briefly, I'm going to talk about it more in a little bit. Um, but I really want to touch on the importance of taking time, whether that's by yourself, whether that's with people, and using that intentional time as a reset, not only to ground you, in you know your life and your values and, and and whatnot, but also to propel you forward in your personal, your professional, and your spiritual life. So I'm really excited to dive into that, um, into my experience with you know pausing. But before we get started, um, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you support the podcast. First, if you're on Instagram, please follow my account at Chris Wellbrook. To financially support this, I'd really appreciate that as well. Please visit us at patreon.com backslash wakeupwithwellbrook. And for more info about the show, please visit our website at wakeupwithwellbrook.com. All right, people, let's get the show on the road. Let's hit it. All right, so as I was prepping for this podcast, I came across this quote from Albert Einstein that really stuck with me because I feel like it embodied a lot of what I was trying to say and it just stated in such a more eloquent way. Don't you love that when you're like, this is the idea that I'm trying to get at and then you find someone who just says it perfectly. So I wanted to open with that. The quote goes like this, he who can no longer pause to wonder and stand wrapped in awe is as good as dead. His eyes are closed. And this really stuck with me that, you know, even though I just came back from an amazing vacation, right? When I think about my day-to-day life, um, I just feel like I'm in this rat race, like way too often. I just feel like I'm rushing from point A to point B, and I have so much stuff on my plate, and I'm just trying to keep my head above water, and I really don't have any time in the day 
to, well, first, I feel like there's not enough time in the day to get all the stuff I want to get done, done, right? Um, let alone do something creative like this podcast. So um, I have found in my life that I have to be super intentional about creating that time for myself, that time to detach, to step outside of that rat race. Um, and that's kind of been my motivation for, for creating this episode because the more I don't do that right, the more that I stay in that rat race, the more eroded, the, the faster I break down mentally, physically, spiritually, and such. So um, one of the most important principles that I've learned in my life is knowing when to pause. And I know it's countercultural because countercultural, you know, it's the hustle, it's the grind, it's the, I work three jobs, you know, and I'm also doing something at night and I don't, I sleep two hours and I get up and I work out, right? And yes, there's value to hard work, but there's also value in pausing. And it seems simple, but often the most transformational parts of life are just that, simple. Over the years, I've not only developed an understanding and an appreciation for the pause, but I've also developed tangible ways that I can apply that, those principles to you know, various aspects of my life. And today for the podcast, what I wanna do is I wanna highlight three big areas in which I find it so vitally important that I pause and take a step back in. And that's my personal, my relational, and my spiritual life. Now, before I really get started, I really want to say, you know, what does it look like to pause? And the truth is, it looks different for everyone else, for everyone, excuse me, right? For me, what a pause looks like, it could be as simple as getting up in the morning, walking to a coffee shop, taking my journal, taking a book, grabbing, just like ordering a nice hot latte, and sitting with some music in and writing my thoughts down, right? It also can be going on a hike, it can be going to the gym. It doesn't have to be alone, right? It can be hanging out with friends. That's, I mean, I got like a group of solid friends that when I hang out with, my spirits are lifted and I'm able to get out of my own head. Um, furthermore, I think it's really important to note that I am in no way perfect with this, you know? But when I apply, and I focus on these principles, life gets more manageable. It not only gets more manageable, it gets better. And, you know, life's, a, life's about the journey, not the destination. So we, like, the big thing in this is focusing on progress rather than perfection. So I'm not, I'm not here preaching from a high point. I'm just preaching, and this has worked for me, you know, and maybe if you apply these principles, it could work for you too. So the first area that I really want to talk about is personal growth. Now, if you're anything like me, your life is crazy busy. In fact, I prefer my life and my schedule to be jam-packed. You know, I feel like the more productive I am, like I feel like I am, excuse me, I feel like I am more productive when I'm busy or the busier I am, the more productive I am. Um, so I looked this up because I was like, is it just me who feels this way? Um, or does research support that? And I found that researchers at Columbia University study the habits of 25,000 people. And they found that the busier the person was, the better, the better they were at bouncing back after a missed deadline. In fact, those who had way more time to hit a deadline would actually let the, ta let the task 
drag on and sometimes never complete it. And that is like literally 100% true for me, right? Like if I, some days I'm like, oh, I only have one thing to do today. All I have to do is clean and that's the only thing I have to do for the entire weekend. And I will put it off until Monday morning in the last 10 minutes, right? And I'll just sit like a bum because I can. Versus if I have 20 things to do, I'll get them all done efficiently. I'll create a, I'll create a list. I'll prioritize it, all that stuff. But that's because I'm forced to, you know? So on one hand, being busy is a positive thing. But life's a balance, and therefore we shouldn't stay on one side of the spectrum. So if you don't find a way to remove yourself from that, what I call that rat race of life, right? From the hamster wheel, whatever you want to call it, okay? From the work mode. If you don't find a way to, to remove yourself from that, you always feel, quote unquote, on, right? On like you have to be doing something, you have to be acting that way, and that is exhausting. Let me tell you that. You know, I grew up in California, and California, you know, compared to the Midwest, is such a different, you know, pace of life. Everyone's doing something, everyone's like on their way to be something, and I love that, but I always felt on. And when I came to the Midwest, everyone was a lot more relaxed, and it took me like six months to kind of like take a chill pill and not like be analyzing situations that shouldn't be analyzed. Um, but when you're constantly like turned, feeling on, right, uh, or you're constantly in that rat race, you know, that inevitably leads to burnout. And this is where I found the pause to be so beneficial. And, and these are, I'm just going to give you a few things that the pause, you know, in my personal life has affected, you know, has allowed me and, and opened up my life to. Okay, again, when we talk about the pause, it can be anything that gets you out of your normal routine. Okay, and that means away from your phone. That means away from everything. That means totally unplugged. It doesn't have to, but for me, it has to be. So these are what the pause allows me to do in my personal life. It first allows me personal time to reflect. What are the goals that I'm working towards, right? Am I actually on track to achieve those goals? Or what can I do to improve? Or have those goals changed? It's a good, it's a great way to check in with just my progress in my personal life, whether that's a professional goal, whatever, right? A physical goal as far as working out or health or whatever. You know, sometimes we're just going, going, going that I never get to actually check in with how I'm doing. You know, and that leads me to the second point. The pause gives me the time and the space to actually assess like how am I doing as a person? You know, uh, first of all, am I okay? Like, do I need to seek additional help? Do I need to grow in some way? You know, and on the other end of the spectrum, like for me in my life, I have a clear vision of the type of person that I want to be, you know, a person um, with strong values that doesn't just talk the talk, but someone who walks the walk. And, you know, I try to do that in my classroom every day. I try to do that outside of school in my personal life, you know, when I meet someone in the store, whatever. Um, I try to live that and I try to live out loud in that. You know, but, but my, my pause, that pause allows me to assess that, you know, am I taking steps to be that type of person that I want to be, you know? Or am I making decisions that are acting against that? Um... 
And another thing that the pause helps is it pause gives me perspective. You know, when I'm in the middle of something and life is stressful and I'm trying so hard to control a situation and control the outcomes because I'm scared or I don't want to get hurt or I'm stressed and I have a big thing coming up, right? The pause provides me with the opportunity to take a step back and it provides me with perspective, right? I get to see, okay, hold on. This event is just one event in a long life that I've lived, one, right? This event has, is going to lead me to this thing, but it's not the end-all, be-all, first of all. Okay, so it allows me to look ahead, and it also allows me to look back and say, wow, look at how far I've come, right? Look at where I was, like just think back to where you were in 2021, in 2020 when we were in quarantine, you know, in 2019, pre-COVID, which I don't even remember that world, right? But just think about how far we have all come in just a few short years. And, you know, those moments where you thought everything was going to go to shit or you thought those, you know, you couldn't get past this one thing and then you did. And you look back on it and it really wasn't as bad as you thought. Or you look back on it and you said, wow, I learned so much more than I thought I could. Or I'm so much stronger, or I'm so much smarter, or I'm so much more social than I thought I could be. You know, so that quiet time, that that pause allows you to gain that perspective and see that life really is a journey and you're not so focused on yourself and that one moment and maybe that one emotion that you're feeling. Because guess what? Emotions will pass, right? Emotions will pass. And as long as you keep going along and checking yourself, you can take the necessary steps to grow in the direction that you want to do. You know, and again, it's life is a journey and I can't say that enough. And that took me so long because all I wanted when I was young, younger, I'm not calling myself old yet. All I wanted when I was younger was to reach that destination, was to get that award, that medal, that acceptance letter, right? That's all I cared about, okay? To get the person to like me, whatever. You know, and I defined myself by that. And until I realized that these things come and go, the metals will come, but the metals, they will rust, right? The paper of the acceptance letter, if you even get that anymore, now it's all, for, you know, electronic, but that paper will break down, it'll get torn, it'll get ripped, you know? And there's always gonna be another thing, there's always gonna be another mountain to climb. And until I could realize that all these experiences, good and especially bad, weren't happening to me, right? Like I was this victim, but they were opportunities for me to grow forward, go forth and grow in my own life and ultimately help other people, which is what I'm honestly trying to do every day now. So personally, the pause is so important. Okay. Second column, second category, excuse me, relationally, relationships. So the pause has been absolutely a crucial part of my growth in my relationships. You know, no matter how similar two people are, you say, oh my gosh, we're twins, right? It's a fact of life that every person is different, okay? We can talk about that. Even, gen even genetically identical twins, we can talk about epigenetics. Okay, your environment helps shape 
the person that you are okay that's just not nature versus nurture but literally the environment that you are in will turn on and off genes in your in like literally in you okay and will change who you are so no two person is the same not even twins now this is our differences are especially evident when it comes to relationships okay whether that's a romantic relationship a friendship okay or relationship with the family member now this creates this creates challenges because you know this is there's so many differences you know in in how we see the world and how we perceive the world and for the longest time i thought that those differences always led to butting head and drama right and stress but honestly our differences are beautiful because it allows us with the opportunity to learn and grow and see life from one another's perspective but it's true every type of relationship has its disagreements you know whether that's two people seeing or perceiving a situation differently whether it's them processing a situation differently you know or communicating differently about a situation or about life in general <laughs> or even better all of the above right and and the pause in the relationship okay whether that is during a disagreement or not Okay, that pause allows you to step back and begin to remove your emotions from that situation and put yourself in the other person's shoes. And this has been incredibly, incredibly transformational in my life, right? Because when, I'm, when I want something, when my mind gets on some way, I got a one-track mind, right? And I got tunnel vision. It needs to be done my way because I thought about it, and I'm just going to hammer it home. And that honestly does not always lead to positive outcomes, you know, because what another person could be doing in trying to help me and guide me and give their feedback, all of a sudden I become reactive because now I feel like they're attacking my original idea because, you know, I'm the saint and I have, I can do no wrong. And this is where the positive is huge. It removes my reactive nature and it allows me to approach the situation with respect, with a level of calm and a totally fresh perspective. Okay? And this doesn't happen quick. This doesn't mean that all of a sudden they go out and I meditate, right? And all of a sudden, five minutes later, I come back in. Like sometimes it involves me when I'm in a disagreement or, you know stressed or definitely when I'm scared right and it involves me leaving that situation okay it involves me praying it involves me you know calling really trusted advisors and just venting and hearing them and then in after that whole process of letting that all out I can come back to that individual with a fresh perspective of saying hey wait like what were you thinking? How did this affect you? And it's no longer about me. Okay, so that, that's the big thing about the pause. The pause gets me out of my own head. It's no longer about me, you know, or just about me. It's about 
both of us, okay? And, and ultimately, it leads me to this question, okay? And I can ask this. This is how I know that I've grown. And I ask myself, you know, do I want to resolve the situation? Okay, do I want to move through this situation? Do I want to grow from the situation? Or do I want to be right? And by being right is do I want to stick to my point? Because I am a stubborn MF. You already know I'm stubborn. If I get my head on it and I think about it, I will not let up, you know. But do I want to grow with this person? Or do I want to be right? And lastly, the pause in a relationship. One of the most important aspects is that it prevents you, okay, or it gives you, provides a buffer and prevents those moments when you say things that you ultimately regret because there's heat of the moments and you don't want to talk about stuff, you know, or you want to, excuse me, and you want to just like, you know, blow off some steam and you stay stuff that you can't ever take back and that pause allows you to remove yourself and that is so powerful for both parties and lastly spirituality you know um like i say on this podcast this is not meant to be you know any particular religious thing right um you know the pause provides me with that space to literally stop freaking out, stop moving, right? Stop planning the next thing. And it allows me to connect with God, right? And whether that is what you believe in or you believe in just a higher power in the universe, or you believe in nature, it doesn't matter, right? Whatever you believe, that pause gives you that space. And... You know, when I really think about it, why am I pausing? Why is it so important to pause? Because it allows me to get out of my own way. You know, when I really like get down and really think about and analyze and assess, you know, the problems in my life, like I'm at the root of them. They're self-inflicted, you know? It's my fear, you know, my fear of the past, my fear of the future, right? Stress about things that could happen, all of that stuff. That's all self-imposed. So that pause, those moments, that space that you give yourself, you know, allow you to get out of your own way and listen. You know, and it, it, and this is really echoed in scripture, you know, for if you're Christian, that's great. If you're not, you know, what I really want you to get is you know the principle behind this if you look at scripture you know first first kings verse uh, first king 19 verses 11 to 13 talks about you know god is not the mighty storm the earthquake or the fire you know and elijah actually heard god as a still small voice or a gentle whisper so why do we need to be in the pause? Why do we need to be in the quiet? You know, because God <laughs> doesn't speak in the booming voice, right? God speaks in the silence and in the still. And it's up to us, it's up to me to create that space. Otherwise, I'm going to be so caught up with my own shit. 
and I'm going to be so busy that I'm not going to be able to hear that, right? So my question to you is what are you doing to recognize that voice, right? And whether you believe that voice is God or you believe that voice is intuition or your moral compass inside of you, right? What are you doing? How are you creating opportunities for reflection, for growth, for guidance, right? We're not supposed to know all the answers, but how are we supposed to grow and know which way to go if we're just constantly, you know, banging around like a pinball in a pinball machine, right? And lastly, what does the pause give me? And what does this all lead to? And I'm going to like harp on it like I always do. And that's gratitude. It, the pause just ultimately brings me back to gratitude of, wow, like my life has been full of ups and downs, full of things that I thought were unfair and full of moments that I didn't think I was worthy of. But I'm here and all of those moments helped shape the person that I am today. And for that, I'm grateful. So if you don't take anything from this podcast other than, wow, Wellbrook just rants. And I get that, you know. I'm really passionate about this stuff because I it was actually last weekend when I was feeling really stressed over the week. And, you know, I took a moment to just walk, like I said, to a coffee shop and took my journal. I took a book and just sat there. And there's something crazy about coffee shops for me because it's just the people and I, I feel like I'm connected, but I don't have to talk to anybody. And I just wrote down all this stuff and I'm like, wow, like I've come so far in my life. I am so excited for what lies ahead. I'm so excited for this moment too. Um, so if, you, if this helps, you just slow down for a minute just appreciate what's around you. Then you know what? That's a win for me. So um, thanks for listening to my thoughts. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the next steps of these podcasts, which is going to be featuring guests. And, and I got other announcements to make. And, um, but thank you, really. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. You can you can email me at, at wakeupwithwellbrick at gmail.com. If not, thank you for tuning in and uh, have a great rest of your day.